to the Willard Library Unbound podcast, a peek behind the scenes at Willard Library. We want you to know that Willard is so much more than books. In each episode, we'll share some of the lesser-known services available to everyone lucky enough to call Willard their library. I'm Amy, part of Willard's reference staff, and let me introduce Alicia, a Willard Youth Services Librarian. We both want to thank you for spending time with us today. So Alicia, what are we doing on this episode? Today, we are going to have a quick check-in with the two of us. Um, And then, as always, we have some more library news. We are um, going to be talking to Mac again today about the future of libraries and where he sees libraries going. And then we have some more corrections and feedback. And I think we have another um, listener voicemail to listen to. Sounds good. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. So, Amy, how's your week been going? Ah, yes. How's my week? Well, um, where should I start? (laughs) (laughs) I think um, at the beginning of this, we uh, I was talking about how I. Uh, it's tailor-made for me, this, this situation, how yes. um, I'm an introvert, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, <laughs> the other night, we were having dinner, and after dinner, well, we've been all been showing each other these memes and things, especially my kids. And so many times my son will show me something on his phone, and we're talking, like, what, three inches across top, not even. You know, <laughs> right, I, right. I need reading glasses. I just do. It's the way it goes, you know, and I can't. <laughs> I, I don't get half of the things because I can't read the darn things or I can maybe read a little but I can't see the picture or whatever. And he got like frustrated with me and I just lost it. I was like, how, how can you be so mean? <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, you just wait till you're old. You know, and, and I was like, so, and I got away from that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just made a big deal out of nothing. I, <laughs> I was like, this is really getting to me, isn't it? This must be. You just hit your point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So silly. But no, it's okay. Um, I think we've all had those moments. Yes, and just to recognize them, I think. Yeah. um, So I can talk about more of what I did, but what have you been doing? Um, I went down a really weird cleaning video rabbit hole. Cleaning videos? (laughs) Like yeah, I don't know why. There's this Instagram account that someone uh, recommended to me, and it's this. It's it's called Go Clean Go, and it's <laughs> this cleaning company in Alberta, Canada, and she has all of these videos on her Instagram, like how to clean things, like deep clean things. Oh boy. And I just, I know, I just sat and watched those for like an hour, and then I was like, I have to clean everything, so. <laughs> I started cleaning this weekend. You didn't get cleaning out of your system just by watching the videos. No, I had to. I had to actually start cleaning because it's just so satisfying. It's like, you know, it's like painting, which I also enjoy because there's a before and an after, and you can see your hard work. You know, yep. It's like a tangible, physical thing you can see, and I like that. That can be a really dirty rug. Yeah, well, my rug wasn't that dirty, but I did scrub the bathroom. and So you got it out of your system then? 
Or at least no. like the deep, no, it's still there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, I started, but I, I feel like I have more to do. Would, you, would, you, would it be fair to say you're going into sort of a homemaking uh, phase for a sec here? I guess so, yeah. What do they call it? Nesting. Nesting, exactly. <laughs> I guess. Like, I'm going to be in this nest for <laughs> who knows how long, so. Yeah, it, it, you sit in it for so long, it's kind of hard to ignore after a while. Yep. Yeah, you see all the flaws. And I just like to be busy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, working from home is not like working from the library where we're kind of, I'm kind of just in front of a computer right. for most of the time. And so I, when I'm done, I just want to be up and doing things, and especially when it's been bad weather outside lately. Like, I have to do something. So yeah. I guess cleaning is my new thing. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> wow. I watched... I know, sitting in front of the computer, sitting in front of my tablet, whatever. I, I wanted to see Beverly Jenkins' um, Facebook Live. And so I did. Yeah. I saw that you joined, too, and a couple other people. I did. Yeah. And I also, I did read the book, and I really, oh, the one that I read, um, I kind of veered away from the, the romance, romance ones, you know, like the, the yeah. cover with the bodice rippers. Or whatever. Yep, but, yep. Um, just, I don't know, why. I could have read one. I could have read one of those. There's no reason why not to. But um, I read the the blessings of the first one. It's called Bring on the Blessings. Okay. And yeah. So good. And it wasn't what I was expecting at all because of what I thought that. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, it's set in modern times. And the so other. It's not one of her historical. It isn't, but she does bring history into it. So it's kind of true to her writing in that way so yeah but it also felt like a really good time to read something about blessings you know yeah (laughs) it's been going on and the stress yeah so it just appealed and it was good um yeah she's a really good writer mm -hmm. so what is a lot of awards (laughs) yeah well and she's from michigan i didn't know that until i um got on the facebook thing and i was actually like i'm listening to this i'm like let me google her and see where she's from because it sounds yeah. kind of michigan-y the, the detroit area right yeah that's what i yeah i saw that yeah that's pretty cool that's um, very cool and they some of the people were asking things about um making that series into a movie or a series and oh. like, yeah, please do because i would love to see that that would be cool and now I'm like, okay, I want to read the other books, but I want to read these other things too. So I'm really stuck, you know, like, oh, I'm not a fast reader either. That's my problem. So oh, like, yeah. yeah. See, my problem is once I start something, I have a really hard time putting it down until I finish it. Yeah. So I've been up a lot of late nights finishing uh-huh. books. And then you wake up really, like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. And once I start it, I'm like, I can't sleep until I know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> my problem is I'm laying in bed and I'm like. I can't stay awake through this passage. I've got to. I've had those days too. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've done that so many times because I read with my iPad in bed because you don't have to have a light and I'll start falling asleep and it'll just whack me in the face. <laughs> it's not pleasant. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day I'm like, why does my nose hurt? Oh yeah. I hit myself in the face with an iPad. <laughs> right. Like, why is there a nose print on my iPad? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. Oh. I, know. I can't. Like, I used to be able to uh, read into the night and stay up, but I can't do it anymore. I don't know. It's like my body's saying, Amy, cut it out. you got to go to sleep. 
anyway. So that's, yeah. So maybe we'll be looking forward to seeing a movie or a series of that pretty soon. We'll see. That would be very cool. Yeah. Someone buy it. Buy it, somebody. Right. Yeah. Netflix. We know you're <laughs> oh, listening. That's right. You're <laughs> right. Netflix is listening. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, okay. So I said that about that, but I wanted to know about your... I know you found something on Hoopla. You always do. Let's see. Let's hear it. Okay, so one of my favorite movies is on Hoopla, and I didn't realize it. It is, do you know, have you seen um, Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Okay, so the director of that movie, Taika Waititi, is one of my favorite directors. And before he did that, like, big mainstream movie, he did several little indie movies. Most of them he shot um, in New Zealand, which is where he's from. Oh, and he, um, one of his first, well, there's two on there that I love, but my very favorite is called Hunt for the Wilder People. Wait, wait, say and it again because I didn't hear it again. Yeah. It's Hunt, Hunt for, the- for the Wilder People, W-I-L-D-E-R-P-E-O-P-L-E. And it's like, there's a reason for that. It has to do with this wildebeest and this kid. But uh. it is... One of my very favorite movies, it is about this kid who is in the foster care system and he goes to live with this woman and her husband. Um, And she is just like the most nurturing, loving woman. And her husband is this grumpy old man and has no interest in like being this kid's foster dad or anything. But um, very early in the movie, so it's not really a spoiler, she passes away. Oh, great. And I know, and I know, and so they, they are going to take him back and put him back in the system and he doesn't want to go back in the system. So he like takes off in the middle of the night into the New Zealand bush. And, um, the husband is like this kind of like backwoods, like he likes to just be out hunting and in nature and he doesn't like people so he's also out there because you know he's dealing with the death of his wife and he finds the kid and then they kind of like go on the run together (laughs) um because he doesn't but it is one of the funniest movies (laughs) I have ever seen like this kid is so funny And he's from, like, this big city, and so he has no idea what he's doing out in the wilderness. And the two of them are just, like, oil and water, but they reluctantly, like, care about each other. And just the two of them going on this ridiculous adventure, and it's the funny things that come out of this kid's mouth. It's so funny. It's so, like, unexpectedly sweet. Um, But it just, it makes me laugh so hard. My husband and I have watched it probably five times now. It's like one of our like feel good movies. But he has a dog and he named it I think he named his dog Tupac. Oh (laughs) the kid did? Yes. So he came with this dog too? No, it was his birthday present. He got a dog for his birthday because she, uh, the mom was kind of trying to keep him from running away. He yeah. would like run away every night, but okay. not very far. <laughs> it's just, it's such a sweet movie and it's, it's very, very funny. 
Oh, and it's got some people it. you'll recognize in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna no. Okay, I'm gonna look for it. But also, that that's funny that that's the movie because the um, and I forgot to talk about the what the move the book is about that I was reading. Um, yeah. But it's um, have you read it? The, what is it called? The blessings. Um, no, I haven't read. I haven't read that series. Bring on the blessings. Okay. Yeah. So this lady um, is. Recently, I guess recently divorced, maybe not recently. Anyway, she's, she got divorced, and she cleaned her husband's clock because he was cheating on her. And oh. so she's stinking rich. And yeah. she wants to do good with her money. Um, and so she kind of, like, puts it out there, like, hey, God or whoever, universe, whatever you want to believe in. She's like, tell me what I can, how I can give back, you know, that kind of thing. What can yeah. I do with this money? And so she buys this town. Um, it's the name oh, of the wow. town. Yeah, she buys this whole town. It's tiny. And it's and the, the history comes in because this town is um, one of the first settlements of um, freed black slaves. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's in Kansas. And so, okay. yeah, so she gets an idea because she sees this other town has been set up as a, like a foster home central sort of thing, like a hub of foster homes. And yeah. yeah, so she um, decides that she's going to take these, she used to be a social worker, so she brings these foster kids into this town um, to be taken care of by the people that live there and bring in a couple of families also that are interested in fostering. But that's what it's about. And um, Oh my goodness, it sounds like yeah. it'll make me cry. Oh, I was crying a lot during the beginning. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sounds good. I'm going to have to check it out. But what are the odds we're both, like, foster kid things? I know. What See? <laughs> Check anyway. them both out. Yes. Yes. Bring on the blessings. Well, now that I'm done with it. But don't read the second one because I want to check it out. So, no, no, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I read it on Libby, so I don't want to. Erased you. <laughs> oh, you know what? Right now, and I, like I said, I want to read different things. But I'm also reading um, the, um, hold on, I got to go to Libby because I can't remember the name of it. And it's uh, it's not a brand new book because. They are actually making a series out of this one, and that's not why I'm reading it, but it's called The Discovery of Witches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Deborah Harkness is the author. And have you read it? I've read the first one. Okay. And I think the series has started, hasn't it? It could have. I don't remember what it's on. I don't know where. I want to say, like, Showtime or something. Hang on. Anyways, are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's really long though. So yeah, um, I don't know. It, in, in my um, my app, it's probably different. The page numbers are different because I, I'm sure I make the, the the letters bigger and stuff. But um, this has one thousand two hundred fifty six pages. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's that and is most of book. the books I've been reading have not been that long. So it's not just because yeah, I'm a reading book. a large font. It's a long book. So. I have to try to get through this and read this other one that I've had on hold and now is available. You know, I feel so much pressure, <laughs> but it's good pressure, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So it looks like the show was on AMC and oh, okay. it's available on Amazon Prime. Oh, is it so free you have on Amazon, Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's, it looks like if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch the first season. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've been doing. Let's check in with what the library has been doing this week.
So let's get into a little bit of library news. I know, um, as probably most people listening know by now, we are still under a stay-at-home order, and the library is closed until at least April 30th. But in the meantime, there is a... um, a new video that I don't know that everyone has seen on our Facebook page with one of our librarians, Chelsea. Did you watch that video, Amy? Yeah, um, she had a virtual book talk. Um, she talked about three yes. nonfiction books. Um, trying to remember, I know one was poetry. Um, kind of poetry one was for poetry. What? One yeah. was a true crime right. um, book. That was a case, the case of, oh man, I can't remember her name, but she was the, uh, Elisa Lamb. She was a young woman whose body was found in the um, water tower on top of a hotel. It's a really strange story <laughs> that, um, like, they still don't really know what happened. Oh, wow. So I actually want to check that book out. <laughs> and, and then... She made sure they were all on Hoopla, too. I what know was that. the other one? So that you could actually yes, get a hold of them. Yes, they're all on Hoopla. Yep, you don't have to wait for them. You can check them out whenever you and want. And then maybe they can find out what the third book is by going and checking out the video. What do you think? Gonna tease I think them that's a, a great bit? idea, definitely. <laughs> check yeah. out the video for the third book. Yeah, so it's on um, Willard's uh, feed and, and Facebook, I think, for sure, because it was a Facebook Live, perhaps. Yes. Yes, it's a Facebook video. So um, she does there. mention BC Reads blog, but I know that that's in testing phase right now, so I don't know when you'll actually be able to access that. So don't go looking for it yet. Hopefully soon. I, I'm excited about that. I think it's a really cool idea and another fun way to connect with each other over kind of what we're, what everyone's reading and listening to and watching get a chance to talk to them about their books that we don't get to do anymore i know i know i miss that yeah soon soon we'll be back yeah we'll be back yep definitely um i know you had some news about story times on facebook yes so we are scaling back our story times the story time lives on facebook tanisha will be doing the bedtime stories on thursdays at seven o'clock now instead of every night Um, now that everyone's kind of gotten into this new groove and school is about to start up again, if it hasn't already for some kids, um, we're just scaling those back a little bit. So it's more of a, just a once a week thing instead of every night. Yeah. And then Max, um, what's it called? Stories at sundown, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Stories at sundown is going to be on Tuesday nights. And that's at 7.30. That's at 7.30. Yes. And yours are still going on. Yeah, mine are still, we're almost done with the book, actually. I've got probably about a week left. There's maybe 10 chapters left. So I'm still going every day at noon. And then um, once we're done with this book, I'll be going live once a week at noon. I'm not sure of the day yet. And doing, rather than reading a story, we'll be doing um, like some craft projects and some uh, like science activities. And I'll do some book talks. Um, so just a little bit of everything for that, like, older elementary, um, middle school crowd. Yeah, so that'll that be, be nice fun. because, like you said, they're going to be back in school. They're going to actually – I don't know how yeah. other school districts are doing it, but my kids um, will actually have a schedule, um, yeah. virtual contact with the school. 
And then, um, you know, that then the kids can maybe do something besides school stuff. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It should be, it should be fun. A nice little break, something different. Let the mom, let moms and dads kind of like step back for a second and, you know, just here you go. Yeah. They could all (laughs) use it. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, the last thing I wanted to make sure we mentioned was, it's just a small thing, but you know, we have those bonus borrows on Hoopla through April 30th and they have added the first Harry Potter book to that. So now you can, um, borrow the first Harry Potter book and it doesn't count towards your borrows and it's available. Yeah. There's, and there's quite a few, um, of those bonus borrows. The bonus borrows, yeah, there's a lot. You know, a lot of them were audiobooks. Some, um, there are more than books too, though. I think there are other. Like, there are. I think there's some movies. I know there's some comic books that are bonus borrows. There's a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's nice because once again we were watching Miss um, Fisher, Miss <laughs> Fisher's yes. Murder Mysteries, and um, we splurged on two episodes, so that was two borrows. And I'm thinking, oh no, oh, yeah. I better be careful. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and we know there are, um, there are two or 10 borrows anyway, as opposed to the eight we had, but still, yes, they, know, we upped it. You got to kind of budget, to 10. but yeah, take advantage of those extra borrows while we, while we can. Okay. So that is our news. As far as I know, I don't have anything else. Do you? I, I don't think so. I think that was it. All right. And so then um, we will get into this interview with Mac in a few seconds. Okay, we're back. So I wanted to ask, what do you think, Mac, that libraries, you know, what do you think libraries do for the wider world? Where are we headed? Mm. Well, just a, I, I, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's just take it in pieces. <laughs> What else can we talk about? Just one quick question. <laughs> you know, let's focus on you know what we're doing uh, right now. Well, we kind of covered what actually, we're doing it's, right it's now. It's not that but... hard, honestly. I I I think that uh, um, what libraries do, whether it's 1950 or or 2050, is is, is build community. Um, it it draws people together. It it creates a, a common sense. I mean, I I tell people all the time, this is your library. I mean, it's not. It doesn't belong right. to those those of us who work there, who run it. It it really truly does belong to the public. It's it's uh, it's a radical idea, born at a time mm-hmm. when when uh, people didn't have access to things as simple as books. Yeah, and and while books are ubiquitous now and relatively cheap to get, they're still out of reach for some for some folks. But you know, more importantly, there's just so much out there um, that can help people. Uh, better their lives or help them cope through tough situations or just having right. somebody to and, talk to. And, right. and how many, I have to interrupt though, how many places like that? I mean, there are places to have this, right? But how many of them are free and available to everybody? I mean, everybody. Absolutely. And, you know, and frankly, that's even, I, I always think of public libraries as a radical idea. I mean, I, idea that, Simply by being a member of a community, you have access to a world of knowledge, right? And it's even more radical today. I mean, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you can access free news on on, on TV, um, which you know, I, I guess I have some biases against that. 
um, being, <laughs> an old, being an old print guy, uh, or social media, um, which, as we just talked about, is just can be a, a source of great information, but it can be a source of a lot of misinformation. But if you want... Like a minefield. Yeah, but if you want... <laughs> a lot of times, if you want really good information or, or uh, access to content, you have to pay a premium for it. Um, the library right. removes that. Um, the library um, give, gives you that access and, 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 and guards that for you fiercely. I think where libraries are going, um, and I think we are already going in this direction, but this, I think, expedites it exponentially. Two big words mm -hmm. right there. Um, is that we need to figure out ways to take the library experience where people are. Um, you know, yes. the old bricks and mortar, and this, isn't, this is not unique to library land. This is what the entire uh, business community is going through. The, the old bricks and mortar places don't quite have the draw that they used. And, and you know, people just engage differently. And I think there will always going to be a place for the libraries and sanctuary, that, 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 that place that holds, holds this, this, this precious resource. But I think finding ways to go where people are, you know, and so the story times, that I, I, mm -hmm. I love these so much that I see, um, you know, what you're doing, Alicia, with your story time, what Tanisha's doing. I, I see these things continuing. Oh, definitely. Um, I, kn I, I know how much they're appreciated now. It's, it's, it's really amazing. Um, but the, the yoga classes, for example, mm -hmm. uh, you know, those are, those are getting really good followings. Now, maybe... Maybe people will be less inclined to do that when they can do it in person because it is more fun to do it in person. Um, some people, some might. people <laughs> might think that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should, uh, when you get a chance, um, I, had, I just posted on uh, Facebook this whole thing about introverts versus extroverts in this time. And uh, I get into that a little bit. So, you know, I just, I just you know, honest, obviously, we all wish wasn't happening. Um, people are suffering uh, as a result of this, but right. it is forcing us to, um, I think, in a, in a really healthy way, think about the, the intrinsic value of what we do and, and thinking about ways that people don't have to be deprived of that simply because of their inability to get out of the house. Um, you know, and, and that's what a library is for. It, it helps you know, and it builds community. And you know, just just reading the feedback that we're getting um, from these live Facebook events and uh, seeing how much people really appreciate it. You know, I, I see those heart emojis floating up all the time. Um, you know, that that's just a great source of comfort for folks. And uh, I'm really, I'm really glad to be able to engage in this way in this difficult time um, because everybody. You know, I just really want to be helpful. I want to be useful to folks. Right. And uh, has has anyone reached out and, and suggested different Facebook Live events? Who you know, maybe want to? I don't know. Has anybody done that? Um, nothing's coming to to mind immediately. I mean, I have had suggestions for things to read, <laughs> and uh -huh. and uh, I have one. I have one user. Uh, She's the one that suggested the grim fairy tales, and, and she has a whole bunch of that ilk that she'd like me. She wants a thousand and one nights. Oh, wow. Which, you know, I'd be interested in. I'd be interested in, except that I haven't found a story there that really fit in the format, but maybe the one exists and I'll come across that. But 
and maybe one that doesn't take a thousand and one exactly. nights to read exactly. would be helpful. So, yeah. you know, um, um, but I think that. You know what, I'm breaking in. This probably would be a good time for people to um, send in their own suggestions yeah. because you know, we're always wanting people to give feedback to us. And if something occurs to uh, someone else, you know, send it on in. The way to do that, remember the button, the send yeah. message button. Or, you know, Facebook message us, you know, we'll totally. put it up there. Yeah. No, that's Sorry. great. Yeah, the more, the more feedback <laughs> and interaction we get, the better. And that's actually, this is all new to us, and Facebook Live has been great. Um, I wonder if there are better ways to, uh, to do that. But, you know, we'll just, we'll investigate it and learn as we go. But the more interactivity we can right. build in, I think, is what we really want to achieve. We want to say thanks to Mac for that. Uh, we will have him on periodically. It's always nice to have his uh, point of view. And we'll be back with some feedback. Well, we did get some listener feedback this time. There is a message from Christine. So let's listen to that. Just wanted to say I found the app in um, the podcast. And um, it's pretty cool. I'm very excited. Thank you. Thanks to Christine for that message. We always get excited when we have a new voicemail. And then it looks like we also had an Instagram message from one of our listeners. And it was from Elizabeth. And she wrote, great job to all three of you. So that must be our last podcast with Mac. I put Jim Gaffigan on my audio list. That was you, wasn't it, Amy, that suggested Jim Gaffigan? Yeah, I listened to the Jim Gaffigan uh, audio book on uh, Freegal. Yes. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that's like yeah. real world. Someone found something because I pointed it out. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. And love the messages. Keep them coming. Yes, please. We would love to hear from you. Well, until next time, uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And thanks so much for listening to this episode of Willard Unbound. Your hosts and content creators were Amy Whiskey and Alicia Doherty. And uh, we'll have a new episode coming out soon. Um, you can look for that on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and also um, our website, willardlibrary.org. And don't forget, I can't say this enough, leave a message for us, send us a message to the social uh, media networks, and we'll talk to you next time. See, we should be recording this. this is oh, we are recording, we are. actually, right now. <laughs>